the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Now, lest you think that I am uh, a Ron DeSantis homer and I'm in the bag for the Florida governor to the exclusion of Donald Trump and that I'm only citing the one poll that has DeSantis on top of Trump as the 2024 Republican nominee for president, I gave you the numbers from the Economist YouGov poll. But there are other polls that say the same thing. Club for Growth. Now, this is uh, Karl Rove's organization, and they're not—they're decidedly not Trump. Uh they have DeSantis over Trump 48 to 37 in Iowa, where the first presidential primary will take place. 52 to 37 in New Hampshire, where the second one will take place. 56 to 30 in Florida, you'd understand that, although Trump is a big presence in Florida. And 55-35 in Georgia. Trump had led DeSantis in all of those states as recently as a few months ago. What changed? Well, what changed is Donald Trump has been attacking Ron DeSantis. And I have heard from other conservatives who said, you know, they don't like Trump disparaging guys in his own party when he's not even provoked to do so. Well, he's provoked by his own ego to be the only person that anybody can have any allegiance to. But when Ron DeSantis had a phenomenal midterm election and flipped the entire state of Florida from a swing state that it was four years ago when he won the election by 30,000 votes to one that he won by more than a million, Trump couldn't take that. It was a blow to his ego. Didn't need to be. It has nothing to say about Trump's ego. It was everything about DeSantis' great job as a policymaker. But Trump flipped out and he criticized DeSantis and he came up with a lame nickname, Ron DeSanctimonious. Will will Trump stick with Ron DeSanctimonious? Will he stick with that? I think not. I think Trump will go, little Ron Short Ron, tiny Ron. He has, I think, multiple for, uh, names for people, right? Doesn't yeah. I, I don't think Ron, Ron de Sanctimonious. That's not going to fit. He's got to go with little Ron, <laughs> stout Ron, wide Ron, humorless Ron, something like that. That's where Trump would go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, not just Club your, for Growth either. Personations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there's another poll. I lost the uh, the uh, attribution on it. Oh, a separate poll conducted by CWS Research found that DeSantis is now up over Trump in Texas by 11 points. Last month, Trump led DeSantis by 17. That's a 28% turnaround. Why? Why is Ron DeSantis so popular? Because he says things like this. I want to have the values not of Davos imposed on us, but of places like Destin and Dunedin, where I grew up. Um, Things like the World Economic Forum, uh, those policies are dead on arrival in the state of Florida. Uh, We are not going to go down that road. See, he has a great ability 
to articulate pretty much the same exact thing Trump says, but in a way that is not bogged down by all the baggage that Trump has from his charting the course that DeSantis is now following. Everything Ron DeSantis is. If you ever watch DeSantis do a speech, watch his hand gestures, and then go watch a Trump speech and watch Trump's hand gestures. They're the same. The hands going out to the side, the up and down. I'm not going to go so far as to say he's watched Trump and is emulating Trump's body language, but I will acknowledge that Donald Trump laid the course that effective Republican politicians need to be following, not just if you want to run for president, but if you want to run for Senate, if you want to run for the House, if you want to run for governor. Now, you'll say, wait a minute, Mike DeWine won. He's, nobody could be less Trump than DeWine. That is true. Mike DeWine's an outlier because he's been in Ohio politics forever, served in every office, attorney general, governor, senator, He's done it all. He's got amazing name recognition. And Ohio is a firmly red state. But Ron DeSantis, if you're going to copy somebody, you would like to hope that you would not be a poor copy of them. And I think Trump has alienated a lot of people, fairly or unfairly, by his tweets, by his brusque manner. And DeSantis has been able to emulate what makes Trump popular without attaching to himself the things that make Trump unpopular. This is a fascinating topic. It will continue to be a fascinating topic. Everybody who's a conservative loves to chat about this. Rob is no different. He's in Columbus. Now he's on the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi, Rob. Hey, Bruce. Talk to you before the uh, the Tuesday ordeal, mm-hmm. and we had a little discussion, but I, I just wanted to say, man, you were really holding back on all this negative Trump stuff that that is just bursting out of you now. Well, I wasn't and holding back. Though, he brought it out of me by taking on Glenn I, Youngkin and Ron DeSantis. I was just saying, I had no idea you had this this much whatever you want to call it for him in you because you you seem to be on his uh, positive side. I spoke but, at his rally. I've got his picture with me on my Getter page. Like I was not well, anti-Trump. No, I would have thought you was a Trump homer, but now – but let me say this. In reality, just remember that as far as I know, as far as anybody knows, he's only said the sanctimonious once. No, at least twice. But at least twice. At, oh, well, at least twice yeah. in, in, what, almost 20 days? So you're right. We should string him up. I mean, because clearly he's <laughs> just going to say it every day, right? <laughs> I don't I'm think I saying, said string man, him up. Let, let the man do his thing and see what happens. And and, and remember, it's it, – DeSantis is awesome, and there's nothing you've said about him that is incorrect. But we do not know if he could pull that off on the same larger stage. You're that absolutely Trump right. Has lived on. You're absolutely and we right. We don't know how he's going to respond, and his family, and his wife, to the kind of things that are going to come at him if he decides to put that target on his own back. No, you're absolutely so right about that. It's a it's a much different deal. Handle how Trump. That's right. It. I it's mean, a... he's even willing to let his daughter walk away from his life in a way to fight for us. Because remember, he's not getting anything out of this. Yes, ego he's getting out of it. But come on, is ego really worth what it's costing him? And I think that says something about the man that nobody's saying right now. Well, he's a curious case, and I thank you for the call, Rob. And I'm glad to hear Rob say that 
DeSantis is awesome. Because this is going to be important. The question is, if Trump winds up not being the nominee, will the people who are all in with Trump and have been since he won them over, will they hold DeSantis accountable and not vote for DeSantis because he's the reason Trump's not on the ballot? I did not hear that in Rob's voice, which is good because, as I say all the time, elections are a binary choice. It's an either-or choice. It's not a, is there a best option here? No, a lot of times there's not a best option. Hopefully, thankfully rather, thankfully, the people who in the Ohio Senate race, for instance, there were people who were super passionate, Josh Mandel, Uber Alice. Like they wanted Josh Mandel, Josh Mandel, Josh Mandel. Others wanted less numbers, but some wanted Mike Gibbons. Well, thankfully, they didn't just take up their vote and go home and refuse to play. They came out and voted for J.D. Vance, and J.D. Vance beat Tim Ryan. Because if you're going to hold out for perfect, you're not going to be able to find enough other people voting for the guy that is on the ballot as a conservative or as close to a conservative as you can find on the ballot, and you'll end up with Tim Ryan, or you'll end up with Nan Whaley. And so I'm glad to hear Ron say, no, you know, Ron DeSantis is awesome. He is awesome. Rob said, yeah, he is. I haven't lowered my cannons at Donald Trump and taken aim until he decided to prioritize himself over the party. It is essential in 2024 that we get the presidency away from the Democrats. We have to get it away from the Democrats. If we don't get the presidency away from the Democrats in 2024, your kids and your grandkids will never know the country you've known growing up. It's that simple. You'll never know it. The only possible chance you have to build the wall, not just on the southern border, but against all this nonsense that men can be women and that, you know, we don't need to produce domestic oil because climate's going to come and destroy us all. All these stupid ideas that the Democrats have and are putting into law have to be stopped in 2024 or they'll never be stopped. I'm noticing a trend on the uh, Bruce Hooley show of late since the midterms, since Donald Trump decided to call Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious. And that is that anytime I talk about the possible showdown between Trump and DeSantis, the phones light up. Alan, is this what the show is going to be for the next two years? Us debating DeSantis versus Trump? bet it is. Yeah. Well, people are passionate. Here's the thing. Trump is in. He jumped in the pool first. He tried to cannonball in and knock all the water out so nobody else wants to come in and swim in the pool. Cannonball. But the problem with the cannonball is that no matter how much water you displace... The water slaps up against the sides of the pool, and eventually it comes back down. And then everybody goes, okay, well, I guess I'll get in now. Ron DeSantis can't get in right now. He won the governorship of the state of Florida. He's got to govern his state. And so he's going to govern his state. Now, you want to flash forward to mm, next June, next July? Mm, I could see Ron DeSantis in front of a bunch of flags on July the 4th, getting in with his beautiful wife from Troy, Ohio, Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. Casey DeSantis. What's her name? 
I don't know. I, well, I have Casey Anthony on the brain because that's, that's a Florida yeah. crazy person. Yeah. Can we can we dump that? No, probably too late. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think her name is Casey. Casey DeSantis. She's um, she's Jackie O like standing behind Ron DeSantis with their adorable little kids. And so, yes, we're going to do this. Every time I talk about it, and I'm going to take a fair amount of, why are you so mean to Trump? Why are you so mean to Trump? So, all right, I'll take my detention. Here's Teresa and Carol. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to the Bruce Willis Show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I uh, wanted to talk about the 2016 election. Oh, and, uh, that how was the good one. Donald Trump. Donald Trump talked uh, talked about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz uh, is a great man. Yes. Did not have the following. He did not have the following at that time that Ron DeSantis had. Donald Trump accused Ted Cruz's father of helping Lee Harvey Oswald, Oswald assassinate uh, JFK. That's true. He did. Things, That's true. He accused like him of that. Things like that. Will, will will not be forgiven with Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis has so many, such a much larger following that I think that those kind of statements definitely will come back and hurt Trump if he tries it with DeSantis. He tried it, he did it with Cruz, and he was successful because Cruz did not have the backing in the very beginning. That DeSantis had. That's a great analysis. It's really a great analysis, Teresa. You make a great point. Ted Cruz had a huge national profile, but he was not nearly as popular as Ron DeSantis. Ted Cruz was just a distinguished face, a powerful face, an intriguing face in the crowd, but the crowd included, I mean, I can't even remember. Marco Rubio was in it at one time. Little Marco. Jeb Bush was in it at one time. Low energy Jeb. Carly Fiorina was in it. Scott Walker. Scott Walker was the front runner at one point in time. So a lot can change. A lot can change. Um, yeah, and to the point about Trump insinuating or saying directly that Ted Cruz's father was in on the assassination to kill JFK, Cruz also said extremely disparaging things about Heidi Cruz. Ted Cruz's wife. I'm not repeating all this so that your Ron will call back and say, see, you are leveling your cannons at Donald Trump. I'm not. It's just part of the man's persona. He is a ruthless, ruthlessly successful businessman. Okay. Can you get to be a ruthlessly successful businessman in New York City? where you're dealing with Tony Soprano and the trade unions without being willing to make an omelet by breaking some eggs? No, you cannot. Uh, Donald Trump is a pit bull, okay? And you get into an arena with Donald Trump, you're probably going to get bit. But it's a little different if he takes on, let's say, DeSantis' wife's name is Jill. Really? That's what it says on the web, and that never lies. The Internet's never wrong, particularly Wikipedia. Jill Casey Black is her okay. maiden name. The pride of Troy, Ohio. That's what it, said. it does say that, so yes. you know it's right. Yeah, i got to figure out who her folks are, because I used to work in Troy, Ohio. I love Troy, Ohio. But at any rate, you can't disparage her. She's, she's had 
I don't even know if she still has, but she had breast cancer at one point in time. And so where's DeSantis vulnerable? I mean, Donald Trump can't get on Ron DeSantis, for instance, saying that his Stop Woke Act in Florida got struck down by an Obama judge. Ha, how's that going to score any political points for Donald Trump? It's not. Because, again, Ron DeSantis has done a great job of emulating the best parts of Trump. I wish Trump had taken his huge, huge victory. The biggest victory that conservatives have won in at least half a century, getting Roe versus Wade overturned. We played the long game. This is one of the few times that Republicans play the long game. Democrats play the long game all the time. They they invested in taking over the nation's colleges. And they did it over decades. And now we have... Our kids going to colleges, coming back home, and our parents don't even recognize them. What did, what did you get an idea like that? Oh, in my history class, Dad. Oh, in my gender studies class, Dad. Thankfully, I have not heard those things in my home, but many of you have heard those things in your home. The left invested in the long game in indoctrinating the youth of America that the country is horrible, awful, racist, intolerant. Christopher Columbus is not to be celebrated. You know the drill. They investigate, invested in the long game. Republicans' investment in the long game was, let's get a lot of senators elected. Let's get a Republican president elected. And maybe sometime we'll have an opening where we can get conservative justices on the Supreme Court and we'll get a case that the court agrees to hear and will overthrow the greatest evil in this his, in the in the country's history the unrepentant slaughter of children and it happened and Donald Trump made it happen i don't know of another president we've ever had bush would never have stuck by brett kavanaugh with the fabricated lies that were told about brett kavanaugh he never would have stuck by brett kavanaugh I don't even know if Reagan would have. Don't forget, Reagan nominated Sandra Day O'Connor. She didn't turn out to be the conservative bastion we were hoping to get from a Republican president. So Donald Trump has, to me, an impregnable legacy. I just wish he had walked away with it intact. Because if you engage in another presidential campaign and you don't even win your party's nomination. And at this point in time, I would not give him a better than 50% chance of winning his party's nomination. Well, then that becomes your legacy. Maybe not with some of us, but you know the people who author those narratives, and they are not friendly to Donald Trump. So I think that his decision to enter the race when he entered it was not wise. He's confounded the experts before, and maybe he'll do it again. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.